Welcome to our new football tipping podcast. Mark your card here on Off the Ball. Mark your card football is all in association with Betway. Get Ireland customer exclusive free bets boosts and super boosts on the Premier League and more. 18 plus, T's and C's apply, bet the responsible way. If you're going to have a punt on this weekend's football action, folks, keep it to small stakes. To look ahead to the Premier League action, we're joined by the former Republic of Ireland international and Premier League player with Ipswich and Charlton, Matt Holland. Matt, has the form? Yeah, well, very good, John. Good to speak to you again. Yeah, Matt, I'm looking forward to this weekend's action because I think Chelsea Man United is going to be pretty special. United really buoyed, I think, by that win over Spurs. 28 shots, an improved display by Bruno Fernandes and Eric Ten Hag. I think realistically they can think about top four now. Absolutely. I think that particularly when you think about some of the results that they've had already this season against the bigger teams. Um, so beating Arsenal, beating Liverpool, now beating Spurs, that gives them great confidence that they can compete at the top end of the table and get into the Champions League places. Albeit this is a tough one against Chelsea, who have gone well under Graham Potter. I'm beating seven since he's arrived at the club. So they're in good form. I think they've had five clean sheets in a row as well in all competitions. Kepa's come into the team, been given a, a fresh opportunity under Graham Potter and performed brilliantly. So it's a tough game for United, but they've got the confidence that they've had good results against the better sides. Who's impressing you apart from Kepa for Chelsea at the moment, Matt? Well, I think it's really interesting, actually, with the manager, how he's tw- changed his formations, he's changed his personnel, he's freshened it up. He's made four or five changes each week, very similar to the way he did things at Brighton, where everyone's been given an opportunity, everyone's been given a chance. Uh, Aubameyang's obviously been in decent form, surprised that a little bit that he came on so late in the game at Brentford, thought he might have been introduced a little bit sooner. So he's been in, in decent form. Mason Mount is the only player that started every game under Graham Potter. So that says to me that he's a really key figure for him, although he came off in the match. Um, but I think the ability of Graham Potter really to to change his formation, change his personnel, give everyone a chance has, has really impressed me. Casemiro is an important signing. I think United have done well there getting him in. I think he, do you know what? I think Eric Ten Hag has dealt with it well as well, as in not just thrown him in, not just chucked him into the team from the start. He's given an opportunity to get himself up to speed, up to the fitness levels that are required to play in the Premier League. Uh, And I think United are seeing the benefit of that now. We saw it actually previously with Liverpool. Fabinho took a long time before he got into the first team at Liverpool and then really cemented his place at at that base of that midfield. And I think Casemiro will do the same for United. Given Fred licence to get forward, uh, given obviously Bruno Fernandes, I thought was excellent as well against Spurs giving him a fresh license, if you like, uh, to be more adventurous. Uh, so, yeah, Casemiro is, is, has been a, a key signing for them. The interesting story about United is Ronaldo and what will, yeah. happen, what will happen with Cristiano Ronaldo because ultimately, although he's a special talent, although you know he's going to score goals, you feel as though they look a better team without him in it. And he can't be sulking either, Matt. No, you can't do that. And I think Eric Ten Hag, again, has dealt with him well. He's not been afraid to make big decisions. That's what's impressed me about Eric Ten Hag. He's left Harry Maguire out when he needed to. He's done the same with Cristiano Ronaldo. You saw the reaction of Cristiano Ronaldo when he came off at the weekend. Had shaken his head, disappointed. But I think that was the reason why Eric Ten Hag left him on the bench 
last night. And then there was another, a further reaction from him. Uh, Eric Tenard was very good after the game as well in terms of saying, I'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll deal with that afterwards. I think I want to focus on the players that have done the business tonight. And I think that sends a really good message to the rest of the group. Liverpool away to Nottingham Forest early game on Saturday, Matt. Darwin Nunez uh, beginning to show his talent, a decent goal uh, against Arsenal and the winner against West Ham. He's in good form. He's in good form. Three straight wins for Liverpool as well. Bit of confidence, although you know they had to withstand a bit of pressure from West Ham and a missed penalty, of course. I was at Forest on Tuesday against Brighton. It was a more resilient Forest. It was a, 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 a performance full of character and full of effort but a performance that was lacking in quality. They really don't look like they're going to trouble the opposition in, in the final third. Uh, I, I like Brennan Johnson and I thought he was decent in the game against Brighton, but he didn't have too much support. He had to do it all himself. So I don't see, I don't see Forrest being too strong up, up top. Although, as I say, they, they were more resilient and, and had a bit more character about their performance in, at Brighton. But you see a greater consistency now from Liverpool going forward. I will do. Yeah. I, I I think I think look they've had a difficult start to the season, but if if you ask me now, they'll still finish in the top four. I still think they'll finish in the top four. I think the quality of players that they've got, they've suffered with a few injuries. They, they've they've missed some key players at times already this season. Uh, obviously, Jota out now for a period is an, is another blow for Jurgen Klopp, and he's he's having to deal with a few of those at the moment. Still think they're a little light in midfield, probably an area where they need improvement, but they're still. The team that uh, the, a team that will finish in the top four for me, I'm sure. Now, probably the first week match all season we haven't spoken about Erling Haaland. Uh, do you expect <laughs> a reaction from Manchester City against Brighton on Saturday? <laughs> He's had a nice rest. He's had a nice rest. He's had a nice rest. Been a, I'm sure Pep Guardiola would have been delighted to have had this week uh, after what happened at the weekend against Liverpool, just to just to give them a bit of a break, give them a breather, reset, and let's go again. So I, I'm certain, absolutely certain, there'll be a reaction from them. Um, sometimes, you know, Pep, I think, overthinks things against the yes, yeah, yeah. In the, in the bigger games, just your your team are the best in the land. They're the best at what they do. Sometimes just stick with what you do against the big sides and, and changed it tactically, tweaked it against Liverpool. Um, but I think you'll see, I think you'll see a fresh performance from them. And, and as I say, Brighton are, are playing some good stuff, but again, don't threaten in the final third, particularly. I think they've gone 54 shots without scoring. Um, and that's a problem for Roberto De Zerbi. So I would expect a strong reaction from City and, and fancy them to win strongly. It's a question mark in terms of their Champions League credentials, isn't it? With the Pep tinkering and getting in his own way. This is this is the big one, isn't it? Because everyone, that's the, the next aim for Pep Guardiola and Man City. They've been dominant in the Premier League. Yes, Liverpool have run them close, but they've still been the team that have come out on top the majority of times in the Premier League. Now it's about the Champions League. Can they win that? And it's a difficult win. It's a difficult one to 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 win. Sir Alex Ferguson didn't win the Champions League as much as many would have ex- expected him to do. You know the dominance that Man United had in the Premier League for many years. He found it difficult to get over the line in Europe and, and obviously Man City are finding that as well. I still think they're the best team in Europe, but I think when it comes to the big games, I think Pep Guardiola just has to stick with his tried and trusted at times. Good point. It took Fergie 12 and a half years to win the Champions League. Uh, Spurs against Newcastle on Sunday at uh, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Matt, Tottenham have got to be a lot more positive than they were at Old Trafford. It's a good game, this one. Really good game, actually. Interesting game as well, because obviously Newcastle uh, have been in good form. Uh, Held United to a point. Uh, Then they beat Everton. Uh, Like the way they're playing at the moment, playing with good energy. They've been 
hard to beat, defensively solid. Um, whereas Spurs have not been at, not been at their best. I mean, I, I've seen them. I saw them at, at Brighton. I've, I saw them. Uh, I saw them at the weekend. Um, I've seen them. I've seen them a few times. I've seen them in the Champions League. Again, Antonio Conte's changed his formation a couple of times. He's gone to a 3-5-2. He's tried, he's tried and trusted the 3-4-3. That's the way he wants to play. His problem is that Richarlison's injured and Kulusevski is still not fit. Kulusevski has been a massive miss for them, a huge miss. That link between the midfield and the attack, the way he gets you up the pitch, the composure he's got on the ball as well, picking the right option in the final third, that's been a massive loss for, for Antonio Conte, particularly in the way he, he wants his teams to transition from defence to attack. And they've got... he is the one that brings that pace into, into their play going forward. So um, that is an issue for them and he's got to find an answer to it. Newcastle, I suppose Eddie Howe is building a foundation that starts with the defence. Yeah, Pope, Nick Pope, terrific goalkeeper. Um, uh, Kieran Trippier has been excellent. Botman has been superb. And, and so, yeah, defensively there's been a good structure about them. There's a good energy about them as well. Almiron, I think, has been excellent. Uh, Bruno Guimaraes is, is, is a bit of magic in the middle of the field. Callum Wilson coming back is huge for them as well. I think the, the the runs that he makes, his intelligence, the sharpness he's got in the final third is a big difference for them. So they're in a good place at the moment. They're doing it slowly. And it's not like they're, they're, they're going out and, and, you know, Eddie Howe said it himself, and, uh, and buying four hundred million pound players. It's just not, that's just not feasible. That's not how they can do it. It's got to be step by step by step. At the moment, they're, they're the team that are sort of breaking up the big six, if you like. And, and they're the team that are pushing to get into that top six. I'm not sure they're going to do it. I think that the, the, the top six, will, the big six, should I say, will probably ultimately finish in those positions. But Newcastle will be the best of the rest. Arsenal got us at Hampton on Sunday, a uh, game you're covering, Matt. Do you see any signs of this run stopping, of the Gunners faltering? Yes, yes. I think at some stage we, we will see that. You know, they, they, they have been pushed in games. They've shown... Good character, good resilience. Um, I, I think there's a great team spirit amongst them. I, 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 but there's going to be a game where things don't go their way. The luck goes against you. You you get a man sent off when you when you perhaps don't feel like you deserve one. Something might something's going to go wrong. And it's at some stage they, they're going to lose a game, and it's how they react to that. Uh, I think that Mikel Arteta's got a, a good, a good um, group of players. I think he's got a good dressing room, and uh, and I think he's he's got a good way with the players. Uh, and it, but it will be interesting to see how they react to a bit of adversity because, sure enough, over the course of thirty eight games, you're going to get some. Anything that catches your eye in terms of prediction this week, Matt? Uh, predictions wise, I, th I think the Chelsea Man United one's a fascinating one. I, th I think you know United obviously have, have been very good against the big teams. I just wonder whether they might just break Graham Potter's um, un unbeaten run. Right. I think that the, 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 they look like they've got a bit about them at the moment, United, and and so just, just I, I've just got a sneaky feeling to, towards United in that one. I fancy Man City strongly. Um, I'll tell you what, what's going to be a really interesting game is Everton Palace as well. You know, yeah, Palace have been Palace have been in really good form, and and uh, well, I like Zaha, Eze, Elise. I just wonder whether Everton Everton can cope with that. Although Dominic Calvert Lewin back is a, is a bit of a plus for Frank Lampard. Everton six to four, Palace two to one. I think Palace at home are very good. Away from home, true, maybe less less good. Man United twenty three to ten with Betway. They're giving us a fifty euro charity bet on this weekend's Premier League action match. You're going to call me crazy, but I'm going to go for Southampton for twenty five quid at four to one. I Why do not? think. I just think this run, I think at Leeds, Arsenal were a bit lucky. 
Yeah. And I just think Southampton are better at home. I, I still think they're under pressure. I think Hasselhoven's under pressure. But just sometimes they beat Chelsea earlier this season. Sometimes that Southampton at home can produce a result. And I just think at four to one, I'm going to go for 25 quid. I think the banker of the weekend, not much of a prize, two to one on. West Ham to beat Mormouth on Monday, 25 quid on the Hammers. I think they're I think they're two good decisions, those. I think I agree with you. West Ham to beat Bournemouth. Gary O'Neill's unbeaten run came to an end. And I fancy West Ham strongly. Their performance at Liverpool was decent. Um and the Southampton one I think is 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 worth a go as well. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed, Matt, and enjoy the game of St. Mary's Sunday and all you'll be there. Remember, folks, market car football is all in association with Betway. Get Ireland customer exclusive free bets, boosts, and super boosts on the Premier League and more. 18 plus T's and C's apply. Bet the responsible way. We're back next Thursday for another episode. Matt Holland, you're a legend. Thanks a million. Top man, John, speak to you soon. Mark your card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net.